Good morning and welcome to Washington Live powered by KCTC. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by our producer, Nick Steffens. Hello. Good morning. Our publisher is Matt Bryant, and later our guest will be Michelle Redlinger from the Chamber of Commerce. We're going to talk about the legislative briefings coming up uh, this week, as well as the, the annual dinner slated for later this month and other things going on with the Chamber. Um, while we're on local events, it looks like um, there is a Main Street Washington Galentine Shop and Stroll tomorrow in the Washington Downtown District. Uh, February 9th from 4 to 7 p.m. It's $5 for a ticket, and it includes a map uh, that shows what what stores are participating. There's exclusive shopping deals and activities. Uh, call 319-653-3918 if you want more information on that. I think you're going to check that out, Nick. As I say, is there a bro time or bro time? I think every I other know. day is bro time. <laughs> bro protein shopping. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a good pun to make, and I and I couldn't. Yeah, but. nothing. So is, just, is is it are, are men allowed? I think so. Okay. I don't I don't think anybody would discriminate on anybody who wanted to shop and spend money in downtown Washington. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done your Valentine shopping? So we're actually doing like we're making gifts. We're not buying gifts, and okay. I am. I need to put it into overdrive on tonight and tomorrow night because since we're like medium distance, we're not going to be together on Valentine's Day. So we're doing it this weekend. So I need to like really hurry up and finish the gift that I'm making. I'm not going to say what it is because Jade might be watching. So, but yeah, I'm running out of time. All right. Well, you have a little bit of time left. So, all right. Uh, For all of those uh, men watching, uh, Valentine's is February 14th, which is excellent. Um, Jumping into the weather, uh, 34 degrees and partly cloudy outside. Looks like it's going to be another decent day in Washington, so that's exciting. Uh, Jumping into the police report, we had 42 total calls, 12 for traffic, 4 for suspicious activity, uh, 4 sex offender checks, 3 animal complaints, 3 DP and Q, 2 welfare check, 2 thefts, and uh, the rest are singles. What is a DP and Q? Disturbing the peace and quiet. Okay, thank you. I meant to Google that after last <laughs> week and decided I'd go ahead and go on air about that so everybody <laughs> knows now. Um, all right, Nick pulled out some highlights, uh, his favorite part of the show. Uh, there was a, an alarm call in Kelowna. Uh, somebody reported an alarm at Dollar General. Uh, the entry and exit, front door, front motion, 92.8 responded. Two employees from other stores were on site but didn't have the right code. There was no problem. Which I put that in there because I just know the conversation that was had without being there where it's like they got there, realized there was a code, and they were like, it has to be the same code, right? right? I mean, like, we got to try. And then they put them in the wrong code, and the alarm started going right. off. Or, so. like, the phone number or the backwards phone number, <laughs> yeah. you know, making all the guesses. All right. Uh a call, uh, a welfare check in Washington requests a welfare check on a subject. 92.8 responded and made contact with the subject who advised he did not feel like going to his appointment. He was advised to contact them. I feel like 80% of the time the welfare checks are just the person didn't want to go see the person. And it's like kind of funny, but also a little, little sad. Yeah. Well, it's always good to make sure everybody's okay, right? A uh, call uh, in Washington for trespassing reports a male subject who has been trespassed from the property is sleeping in the hallway. 106 and 112 responded. Subject was not there upon officer's arrival. The caller was advised to call in if he returns. Not much to say about that one. Nope. Uh, and then a call, uh, DP and Q 
call from Kelowna, which we know what that is, <laughs> disturbing the peace and quiet. Uh, reports allowed semi-delivering items at the Napa store. Caller believes that this is unnecessary and delivery should not be done at 2 a.m. because it is disturbing the peace. 9220 responded and spoke with the truck driver. He was almost done with his delivery and there was no excessive noise. Just a cranky old man. Yeah. Which well. I understand. I'm yeah. becoming crankier as the years go on. <laughs> um, and then at uh, <laughs> on the show on uh, on Monday, uh, one of the police report uh, events was somebody got locked in high V. Yeah. And then later that day, I saw in my my news feed from KCRG that uh, a I'll person. Pull, I'm pulling up on my phone since I didn't know with with uh, your phone screen if it would, yeah. if it would work. <laughs> so janitor 72 gets accidentally locked in holding cell for three nights yeah so i read that after the person got locked in high v for a short bit and i thought you know <laughs> accidentally get locked in a jail cell for three days with no food or locked in which IV. how did it so i thought that okay, was kind of okay. funny i read it and it sounds like it uh the person the 72 year old uh from florida um uh, works uh doing cleaning and the inmate holding cell door shut behind her and it looks, it was the weekend. No one would go up to the floor, the 23rd floor. So it was, that that was the part when I texted you. I was like, three days? How did no one gather that they had the wrong person for three days? 23rd floor? Yeah. That's oh, like. That's a big jail. I feel like, shouldn't there be, shouldn't there be checks on people at these, at these prisons? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, so thought that was kind of sad, but also, uh, Made made the being locked in high V sound a little bit nicer. Yeah, so. there you would have food and water. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll head into commercial break, and when we get back, I'll talk to Michelle Redlinger from the chamber. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light-duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. 
Hey, Andrea, what do lawyers wear to court? Lawsuits. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio with Michelle Redlinger, the director of the Chamber of Commerce here in Washington. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks. How are you? Doing great. It's been a while since I've seen you. I know. We're staying busy, and I'm sure we're both just having like our own cyclones of stuff going on, and just every once in a while they bump into each other, right? Yeah. It was funny. Last night I went to um, parent-teacher conferences at Lincoln School, and then I went to my son's second grade concert at... Um, the Performing Arts Center, and I was like, oh my gosh, I've seen more people tonight in this short window than I see, like, on a normal basis, because, yeah, just kind of funny. That show. was chaos last night. <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little chaotic. <laughs> but, but my son was in the kindergarten show, and so, like, yeah, that's just entertainment at that point. <laughs> and, it, and it's short and sweet, which is everybody appreciates, right? Yes. So, all right. Um, so, Michelle is joining us uh, to talk about some upcoming events that the Chamber has. Uh, one of them is the legislative briefings that I I believe is coming up this week. And um, where is that at and what date and what do people need to know about that event? Yeah. Um, so the event's coming up this Friday. It is going to be located in Kelowna at KCTC. And the briefing, which is the traditional structure of the event where, um, where we engage with the legislators, that happens from noon to one. And then a new addition that we're offering this year is the host who um, the host company where it's at is going to be allowed to talk a little bit more about what's going on with their business, maybe anything that connects with them and any legislative proposals that are at the Capitol and, and how that might affect them for good or for worse. And then we'll get a chance to see behind the scenes of the company a little company tour, and for those of you who've done Leadership Washington, similar to that. So a little um, familiarization with the, the host business. Very cool. So if people are interested in attending that, is that something they need to sign up for in, in advance or just show up the day of? Yeah, so typically it is just an event that people are allowed to show up and attend, but KCTC is also graciously offer to host lunch. I did see that. And Isla Miller is catering. And for those of you who know, that'll be a fabulous homestyle Kelowna uh, meal. And so we are asking for RSVPs just so we can have an accurate count for lunch. And if, uh, if you receive any of my newsletters, there is a link to RSVP. But for those um, who are hearing it on this program or whatnot, you're welcome to, to call the chamber and our number is 653-3272. Okay. And, um, and they can just let us know that they will be attending so, so we have enough food. Great. That, I mean, that's reason enough to attend, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's always an event where I maybe don't go into it with certain questions or concerns, but I learn a lot. And then just hearing what's going on with the businesses and legislators is very interesting. That's great. Um, so noon to one on Friday um, at the KCTC location in Kelowna. Is that correct? Correct. It's it's the KCTC building. It'll actually be the the community room that's part of the Kelowna chamber, just a door over. So okay, very good. Mm -hmm. And if people haven't been to one of these before, you know what can they expect? I know you mentioned there was there's a change of format that you guys used to do. So mm -hmm. I guess what was the change and what what can people expect this time? Yeah. So the 
representatives for our community for Washington County are, are two, are both new um, for our area. And so Heather Hora is with District 92, Iowa State representative, and Don Driscoll is District 46 with the Iowa State Senator. And both of those ladies have families and kids still in school. And so when they were elected, we discussed our briefings, which were traditionally held on Saturdays. And they really wanted to see if we could find a solution so that they could spend time with their families on the weekends. Um, for those of you who don't know, they are at the Capitol for um, three, four months straight. And um, we thought that this was a good opportunity for us to change it from a Saturday event to Friday. And then with that change, we thought, um, what could we do to engage businesses a little bit more? Yeah and bridge that relationship. And so we um, decided to host them on site to different businesses, allow them to connect a little bit more with our legislators. And um, so the, the traditional format from our Saturdays will remain. And that begins with the legislators giving an update on the committees they're in, what they're seeing come down the pipeline on the Hill. And then once they're done with their briefing, and then our update, then we go around to the room for all attendees and everyone who's in attendance can ask a question, express a concern, say thank you or, or no comment. And then the legislators get to address them individually. And so there is a lot of great dialogue that happens through the room. And then, like I said, the new addition is the uh, little more in-depth information from our host business tour. And then for this February event is, is a, a free lunch. Yeah, awesome. That sounds like a, a great opportunity to, um, uh, since you changed it to the weekdays, even for, yeah, like you said, local businesses to get involved. And I think everybody's busy on the weekends. And so what a good opportunity to get lunch and learn about a local business and uh, be a part of the, the briefings. So Yeah, yeah. And, um, I will say that our April event uh, is going to be at Washington County Hospital and Clinics. Okay. It's always going to be the second Friday, and then our March location is still open. And so I'm working with a few businesses, but no one has confirmed that it's an exact fit. So if anyone is interested, we are still looking for a host location on March 10th. Great. And that was going to be my next question. So these happen monthly? Yes. Okay. And they just hope it. They just happen while legislators are in session. Okay. Typically, we would have started in January, but they had a conflict. They had a meeting that they couldn't get out of. And with our new schedule, I didn't want to have the dates change so frequently. So we're just, we're sticking with February, March, and April. Next year, you'll probably see January through April. Great. That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, anything else to mention about the legislative briefings that you can think of? No. All right. Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll head to commercial break. And then after commercial, uh, I'll talk to Michelle about the upcoming annual dinner uh, later this month, and uh, anything else going on with the Chamber. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. 
At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. Welcome back to Washington Live. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio by Washington Chamber of Commerce Director, Michelle Redlinger. That's a mouthful, all those words. Yes. <laughs> um, we just talked about the legislative briefings that's coming up uh, this Friday. And uh, now we're gonna shift gears and talk about uh, the Chamber's annual dinner, um, which is later this month. And it's not just the Chamber, is it tied with Main Street? Do you wanna tell me about that? Yeah, it originated as the Chamber annual dinner and um, and we were just talking about this during break about how um, time is precious and how do you find that work-life balance, right? And so instead of obligating the businesses that are investing in Chamber, Main Street, and Wedge to three separate dinners and right. events, uh, we did merge uh, a while back ago. And so it's a celebration of the community in partnership with the three organizations that support economic development in the area so wedge chamber and main street yeah that's a good that's a great idea and i think it's a, a great event like you said come together and and celebrate and have a night of night of fun and um that's at the riverside uh casino and golf resort is that correct yes, absolutely all right and uh what date and what are the what's what are the, what are the details for the event okay it's monday february 27th and the Social hour begins at five o'clock. So as soon as you're able to get off work and join us, um, please do so. And then the uh, the dinner starts at six thirty, and the program begins at seven. We have um, we have raffles. We have um, a great buffet that we'll have for the casino, and um, and then throughout the evening. Each entity gives an update on maybe some significant events throughout the year, something they're working on. But then really the star of the show is just highlighting the businesses and individuals in the community. And so that's where we recognize the different awards and accomplishments from our community members. Yeah, that's great. Do you guys have a, a special guest this year? I know you guys have done that in the past. Are you guys having a special guest this year? Todd Patterson will be our special guest. Okay. And um, I've heard of him. 
Yeah, we're trying to figure something out because, as you may know, um, they added, um, they're adding and expanding their helicopter care or yeah. air care. Probably not the right word of that. And I was like, oh, how cool would it be if we could just get like these helicopter things and then we could like drop Todd down from the ceiling like he's coming down from the helicopter. But I don't know that they're going to let me do that. And I don't have <laughs> that skill set in my bag, but that's, that's my vision. And it's probably going to be a lot more tame than that. <laughs> But uh, but he'll kick the event off, and then it'll go to the different entities. Yeah, that'll be great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what a great service that that they're offering to Washington community now. So, um, so I, I think I saw like a post or an email recently. Are you guys still accepting nominations for your different awards, or is that nope, all? Closed? You're all too late. It ended <laughs> last night, and we voted this morning. <laughs> all right. So Michelle, I will, Michelle's lips are sealed. Yeah, it is confidential. <laughs> Not even the award winners know. But um, but I'll tell you, like, it's always really cool to hear the nominations and see how people and businesses are connecting with different people individually. And I think the, the Business of the Year is a great selection. Citizen of the Year is an awesome selection. And then we found someone that has been, like, huge for multiple organizations. So we've selected this other person and it's going to be an award that we're just going to have to figure out what the name is. We don't even know yet, but yeah. we know we want to recognize them. So then there'll be like a fun surprise event. And, and it's something that is supported by Chamber, Main Street, and Wedge. So we're all trying to recognize someone in this new way. Very cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I look forward to, to hearing about that later. Yeah. So, um, and then if people are interested in attending the dinner, um, is it too late to sign up or is there still time? And how do they do that? Um, yeah. So... We'll take registrations, I mean, really up to the event. It's um, always preferred if we can get them sooner. The, um, the like, early registration goes through the 17th. Okay. And so um, you can um, go on our website, WashingtonIowa.gov, and find the dinner and register that way. If you want any um, assistance, we're happy to help you if you just call our office and do it that way. Um, after the 17th, um, that's when um, the ticket prices do go up a little bit for um, late registration, but we'll essentially take someone right up to the event and, um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, well, I know that's a, that's a great event and people enjoy attending that and, and celebrating Washington there, so that'll be great. Um, anything else on the annual dinner or? Um. I don't know. It should be pretty consistent to what we've seen in the past. And, um, yeah, I think last year was finally a complete year of normal, right? And so we should be bringing back some of, you know, highlighting some of the um, original programming and, and talking about what's what's new and, and coming up. And um, I just love seeing everybody get together because I think what makes Washington stand out is the people and you can't verbalize that a lot of times or quantify it and so um just having people in the same room supporting each other is just it's a great feel good yeah absolutely very good um any other events that you want to highlight that the chamber's working on right now or i know you guys always have a lot of things going on yeah well we have been out in central park the last couple days um just double checking our craft fair maps We've got a craft fair in the spring and the fall, and I think the first one is May 6th, if I'm remembering correctly. 
And so our vendors are busy, you know, like crafting at home and doing all that stuff um, that I don't have time or the interest of doing. Right. But you'd love to purchase their things. Yes, yes. I spend, I, I definitely, it's like one of those days where I lose more money than I've earned. Um, there's a few days like that. Um, so they're getting ready and they're calling us and we've had to rebuild our registration and then just kind of double check the map. So that's what we're really working on and getting prepared for. And um and then before long, it'll be June and our summer events will will be here. And, and we're just going to kind of rock and roll with um, a lot of our community events as planned. And um, yeah, it's just it's this exciting time to kind of be coming out of winter. Things are warming up. People are getting out. Yeah. Starting to, to plan for what we're doing here this year. So yeah. I am afraid it's a little bit of a tease, but, but we'll, we'll see, but I, but, but spring is right around the corner. I've been yeah looking at my calendar and yeah. coming events and things. So yeah. Yeah. It is, it is challenging. Okay. Part of me likes the summer and the spring. And then part of me just really likes the winter where I can just like <laughs> hibernate and just stay home in my jammies. Yep. I'm kind of a fan of that. <laughs> yep. I hear you. Well, thanks for everything you do for Washington and the chamber of commerce and, um, I guess everyone stay tuned for, for upcoming events. And if you're interested in a legislative briefing um, or the, the chamber dinner, uh, make sure to, to call the chamber to get more information on that. So, all right. Um, should we jump into the birthday game? We shall. All, uh, the national day today is an important one. It is. It is I see national that. National Iowa Day. National Iowa Day. Yeah, it's about time we get a recognition. I also learned today that uh, Iowa has the most bowling alleys per capita. Really? That was on the website that tells me all the national days. All right. Um, that was apparently our claim to fame to people that don't live I'm in assuming Iowa. we have a lot of things per capita, but I don't know. Bowling alleys? Bowling, pigs? Yeah, apparently it's bowling alleys. Yeah, pigs, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. Have you played the birthday game before, Michelle? I think so. You excited? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like when it's one of those people that, like, I read a book, like, I skip over names and dates and all those Mm-hmm. things i'm like yeah yeah i have I would, no idea who this these people are i think be. clay thompson i saw that this morning i was like i think that's one of the handful of people that i that i've known off of the list since i've <laughs> guest hosted the show well clay thompson is the first one uh is that him that yep. is, this is this is clay thompson and he's very uh usually he looks happier than this but yeah and i so. i don't know how old he is but I, I know what team he plays for my hint is that his rookie year was when I was 12. That is, that is a hint. Okay. 32. No, 31. <laughs> uh, 38. He is 33. So 33, yeah. hop out to a one to nothing Good lead. Job. All right. I should have stuck to my first answer. <laughs> Next up, we have the famous composer, John Williams. Star Wars, Jaws, Indiana Jones. They're going to do a new Indiana. They are. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John. Hmm. 80. 80. <laughs> 80. <laughs> no, oh, just 80. I was Straight 70, 80. but that's really close. So maybe. Go, go with your gut, Michelle. Fine. 78. <laughs> He is ninety one. Oh my so. god! And this is a recent picture too. I didn't. I didn't try to trick. She's steering me in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> you always go with your gut. You always go with your gut. Uh, oh, because of my guess. Yeah. You're like, oh, go low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have uh, Seth Green, someone who was more famous. You can go than first, Michelle. Twenty Ooh. years ago, but yeah, I mean, I feel like he was popular back in my day. So I'm gonna go with forty three. 
Um, 47. He is 49, so then hop out to a 2 nothing lead. Um, right. You've still got a chance to tie, tie it, though. Our last celebrity is... Oh, Flo. Why is it not zooming in? Stephanie Courtney, Flo from Progressive. Who knew she had a real name? Yeah. It's, Stephanie there it goes. Courtney. Does she do other things besides Progressive? Uh, apparently she was in some Nickelodeon like movies that I when I searched her to get I feel her like age. she's older than I think, but she looks good for whatever her age is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with 45. I'll go with 50. She is 53. So we end I two to one. one. You, you, you got a point. You got a point. <laughs> I did. So Yay. we end two to one. So now you get a. <laughs> How old is she? 53? 53. All yes. Right. So I felt there was a photo of her without like the flow makeup and hair, but I felt that would be kind of doing her dirty of having yeah. some paparazzi photo where she had no. I mean, makeup she needs makeup. to be selling makeup or something instead, <laughs> or, like, or like the skincare routine. <laughs> that job where I'm happy all the time and thumbs up. And, you know. <laughs> uh, before the, the show ends, I do need to point out that you guys both have the Stanley mugs. You guys have hopped on the Stanley mug trend. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. can Is I it, can I tell my story? Like, yes. do I don't know if I have time? Yes. So I saw this on the Today Show, and I was like, oh, so I can have these colorful mugs, and then I won't be stealing my husband's because he's always complaining, and then, <laughs> then he always buys and adds more stuff to the cupboards. And then they said they were $40, which was, like, probably something on sale, and I was like, heck no, I don't want that. <laughs> now I got them on Christmas. I've already lost them twice, and I feel really bad because now I know that's like, expensive, and I've seen people being like, oh, it's a Stanley mug, and I was like... Like, I'm not, I'm not on trend. Like, I, I kind of purposefully am, like, old enough now that, like, I hate that I, like, I don't want to follow any of the trends. Like, I kind of want to be, like, grouchy about social media. I just want to be, like, I'm leaning into that old grouchy phase. <laughs> and now I've got to be this trendsetter thing. But, but I, but yeah. So how do you have four? Oh, sorry. I have two of them. So you lost two? I've lost them. No, I found them. I've had to go like stalk oh. people to find them because now I'm like, I can't lose this expensive mug because now it's like, it's like a thing. I will say it fits nicely in my car uh, cup holder and with 40 out holding 40 ounces, like drink three of those, you're at a gallon. Yeah. And it keeps your ice cold all day. It is great. But I kind of like the free ones that my husband was bringing home from all the different like company yeah. things. Then if I lost it somewhere, I wouldn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel guilty. I've, I've enjoyed all the memes making fun of people yeah. drinking out of the tall Stanley cups. I have like, I go to the gym, and every single woman at the gym has one. Really? Jade says, like, at all the lecture halls, every single girl has a Stanley Cup. So when did it shift from, like, because was it Yeti the big thing, yeah. and now this? I yeah. mean, I've seen TikToks of people breaking down, like, the timeline of water bottle trends over the past, like, since I was in middle school. And it's, like, every year there's almost, there's, like, a new one. It's like, oh, but this one's great because. But even they're coming back. Like, I, my dad had a Stanley mug, like, all growing yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't quite this one, but it was the same material and the same. It was just, like, a little bit smaller in a coffee mug. And now it's, like, now well, that's it's how it was, like, Yeti mugs. It was, like, that's what people took to the lake. Right. And then it was, like. Mm-hmm. People my age started getting them because it was the cool thing. Yeah, I do have an old school like Stanley like coffee thermos, thermos that I yeah. take to the office. So maybe I need to start like <laughs> trend setting and there you go. I, I don't did know. See, see people get those like old Stanley coffee mugs for Christmas when they asked for a Stanley mug. So the dads were like, "Oh yeah, this is the Stanley yeah. mug that I've had for, for yeah, decades." And here you go. Shop. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love the psychology behind marketing and oh my gosh, yeah, how like manipulative it really is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, 
That's all we have for today. Uh, Thanks for joining us on Washington Live. Please make sure to like, uh, follow, and share. Uh, Share suggestions that you might have for the show uh, in the chat or email washialive at gmail.com. And Stanley, if you guys are watching, you know. Trendsetters right here. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for sponsoring the show. No, just kidding. Uh, The show is sponsored by KCTC. Uh, I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, and we'll see you soon.